Welcome everyone to the Game Ball Podcast. I'm your host Tom Schuster. Joining me tonight are Mark Myers and Jenny Aquino. Tonight we'll be recapping our extra live stream and reviewing two retro roulette games. GTA Vice City for the PS2 and Toy Story for the Sega Genesis. But before we get to all of that, what have you guys been playing in the like month since we talked last? Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Tom. What is my name again? Mark. Oh, DJ off the mark. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Excuse me. DJ off the mark. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. <laughs> Got to keep the brand tight. <laughs> well, DJ off the mark, you can go first. So, um, as the joke implies, um, I literally bought Fuser about three hours ago, and that game is kind of amazing. Um, it it can be, like, I'm trying to think of the right word. Um, it can feel really good to, like, drop to drop down a beat and all that that sounds great, but then you can drop something that sounds, like, really terrible, but for some reason the game loves it. <laughs> Probably because it's just super complicated. Yeah, or they're just looking for certain things, but... Yeah, just just when you hit it and it's like you get like the beat from, you know, uh, Billy Elish's bad guy and you drop, uh, you know, bust the move on top of it, the lyrics. And it's just it's real good. If you like messing around with music games, it's real fun. It's probably the ultimate, um, you know, culmination of DJ hero um, (laughs) out there. Um, You would have a lot of fun with the time. I I feel like I had a game like that back in the day for the PS1. Or yeah, PS2. MTV Music Generator. Yeah, yeah, I had that. I had MTV I, Music Generator. Actually, your brother may love it. Oh yeah, Dan would love it. Dan would love it if he hasn't already gotten it. Um, it, it's it's yeah. You start off with a crate. Um, that they have some really good songs in there. Um, and then they have these other songs that are free that you buy with points that you get through the campaign, and then you can also buy DLC for other songs. So it's going to be sort of like Rock Band. It's from Harmonix. For those of you that don't know. Um, it's basically the digital version of Drop Mix, which was their card game, which was essentially the same thing. We had to buy a physical board and cards, and you had okay. to hook it up to a, a computer. Um, I have that, by the way. Um, <laughs> it, it is currently in storage. Um, but it's the digital version of that. It it feels real good to play. I'm only really early, so I haven't gotten to any complicated stuff like changing beats per minute and, you know, chord changes and major minor, you know, all that crazy stuff that DJs can do nowadays on the tables. Um, but yeah, it's just fun. Um, it's really good. Probably not going to eclipse game of the year. Cause I pretty much think unless if cyberpunk is the world's greatest video game, um, there's only one game. <laughs> That's my game of the year. <laughs> um, and it's not book snacks for those of you that think I'm doing a bit. Um, if you've been listening to the podcast, you, you would know. Um, so yeah, I just got that. Um, so I'm probably gonna be playing a lot of that. Um, uh, before that, um, just kept going through Hades. Um, you know, I saw credits, which I don't think I think I hadn't done be- on the last podcast. Um, so I went on a six uh, clear streak um, to finish it. Um, the ending of that tenth run, I will talk about in our uh, game of the year top ten, top whatever discussion um, at the end of December when we can spoil everything we played okay. uh, because it's really it's really good. Um, and that game just makes you want to keep playing it. Uh, the it is it is the best playing game in terms of feel that I've gone through in years. Like literally, it just feels really good to play. Um, it's never frustrating. Um, you usually make your own mistakes. Um, it's it's 
an easier version in terms of um, figuring out the game of Dark Souls. Like, that was, like, real good gameplay, but was punishing if you made any mistakes. This is a little more forgiving, but it will it will it will kill you if you you know forget that there are traps in the room and stuff like that and um just the storyline i still haven't seen a repeat dialogue yet which is amazing that's pretty good um, you've gone through it 10 times well more than that well yeah <laughs> I've, I've done, at least at least 10 times i've done 67 runs so um i think it was 60 i think it was the last time i checked the pool but all the dialogue is great i'm getting into um I guess tiny spoiler, but uh, uh, there are re- there are relationship arcs in this um, in terms of like dating sim esque, um, mm-hmm. like visual novel sort of thing. So I'm interested to see where they go. Um, but yeah, all the characters well voiced, well written. Um, so glad Logan Cunningham, um, not to jump into new stuff, uh, who who does Hades and a bunch of other voices. Um, got nominated for uh, voiceover actor of the year at the Game Awards. Uh, so because he does a really good job, he you know um, I don't know. I mean Jen and Dan probably have a I have a light knowledge of of Greek mythology. I don't know if they they're a little more versed, but it's always from what I understand is that Hades is always like the chill dude and you know like the down to earth like guy and like Zeus and Poseidon are. One's just really, um, like, uh, like really like a thinks he's better than everyone, and the other guy's just a dumb bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Pretty much. But yeah, they they he plays Hades so well in that like, no, I'm doing this for your own good, damn it, you know, sort of sort of stuff while being a sarcastic asshole, and it is amazing. Um, so Hades, if you haven't picked it up yet and you haven't heard me millions of times, play it <laughs> if you have any interest in action uh games especially roguelikes or even beat-em-ups um game is great um what else have i played um uh let's see i played some more sports games uh just to play through uh i played eichenfell um i uh since i mentioned it to you tom before the end of the last podcast Mm -hmm. um it's a retro rpg looking thing that's sort of a mix of um mario uh paper mario and um uh, like uh, Chrono Trigger, sort of, where you can move. Uh, it, not Chrono Trigger. Um, maybe Final Fantasy Tactics is what I'm thinking of, where you move or, on uh, squares. Se- Secret of Mana. No, where you oh, move it's, on oh, squares. It's squares. Okay, yeah. so okay, so Final Fantasy. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's kind of a mix of that. Um, so I, I think you'd get enjoyment out of it. I played only a couple hours so far. Story seems pretty goofy and pretty, you know, very, very RPG-ish, but is kind of not taking itself too seriously, um, which is good. Um, let's see what else. I've been playing Bug Snacks. Um, that that game's really cute. And every, I think it is definitely, it's one of the three games that have come out this year that I think a kid would play over and over and over again. Um, I'm talking like six to nine-year-olds. Um, yeah, but doesn't it not really seem geared towards kids? The story isn't. But the fact of trying to figure out a puzzle to catch these bug snacks, you know, you can see a kid bang their head against the wall, you know, to do it yeah. because the, the uh, they're so cute. They only say their names, each bug snack, um, and they say it in a different cadence, in a different way. Um, like I said, the bunger, which is the uh, uh, like cheeseburger, um, basically just runs around and goes bunger, 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 bunger. <laughs> uh, 
the the first one you meet, which is the strawberry, which everybody has seen, uh, is named Strabby. And when you catch him, he goes, Strabby! <laughs> and then there's a raspberry, which is raspberry, you know, like... Um, so it's Pokemon. It's, yeah. 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 <laughs> essentially. Except they don't have any powers. It, it's like a mixture of Pokemon and Ape Escape, where they have just that... They only say their name things, but they have no powers. You're just catching them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, but the story is really good for the adults playing the game um, because it's really dumb. And like I said, for some reason, I mentioned on the stream, these uh, grumps, which is what your race is, um, just seem to be real. Like one of them is really thrilled that there's like no law on this island. <laughs> and like I have not gotten to why they really like that there's no law. They just casually mention it when you're interviewing them because you're a journalist. Um and the first person you meet, Bilbo, is basically just like um, uh, Don Rickles and Andy Griffin show, essentially. You know, like the lovable doofus, you know. Uh, not Don Rickles. Um, kill me. Yes, I know who you're thinking of, but yeah. I can't think of his name either. Incredible it, Mr. I, Lippet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Essentially, yeah. So he's what just. Is, what is his goddamn name? Uh, uh, that was going to bother me. Now I got to look it up. Yeah, look Keep it going. up while, while I'm talking. Um, so he's trying so hard to get the community back together, but everybody kind of hates him. It's just, it's great. It's really good writing. Um, so I recommend that. Um, I know a couple friends who've had kids that like want to play it, erase their saves so they can play it again. Um, and then Don, the um, Don Don Knotts, by the way. Don Knotts, that's it. Um, and then the uh, uh, and the other two games I haven't played, but you know, Astrobot and um, uh, Sackboy are really good on the next gen system. Um, so. I'm glad that they're at least gearing some good games towards kids rather than everything going towards the gamer, you know, with the new systems. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think what else. I'm looking on my screen because that has been a while. Um, yeah. Well, besides that, um, I'll let Jen mostly talk about this one, but I've been playing Phasmophobia, <laughs> um, you know, and, uh, you know, some Dead by Daylight and the the games for uh, Retro Roulette. Um, really, um, I, I'm... The only game left I've had to play for Game of the Year is Cyberpunk. Um, and then I'm going to, if I can get the money together, if I don't, like, buy stuff to help my setup instead of a game, I may look into Yakuza Like a Dragon, because um, I've heard good things about that. I love Yakuza. I, said, and, I feel um, like that game is made for you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love Yakuza, and it has Dragon Quest slash Persona-looking graphics. And, yeah, I just heard it's 80 hours long, so I'm on the fence, wow. <laughs> especially with Cyberpunk. Well, it's a it's a turn-based RPG. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So not that I was, but most Yakuza's are thirty hours. So somebody told me, yeah, it's at least twice that. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the only thing, um, last thing that I'm looking forward to is I hope that they get cross-platform saves for Hades because I really want to buy it for my Switch so that I can play it, you know, wherever and don't have to be tethered to my computer. Yeah, that uh, that seems like it was built for the Switch, that game. Yeah, yeah, so I'm just waiting for that to happen. If it has already happened and you're listening to this, let us know on Twitter <laughs> so that I can go purchase it on my Switch. Um, but yeah, yeah, we're just going to, I'm going to probably finish Bug Snacks. Um, I thought I'd have it done by now, but I want to slow play it because it is, it is pretty cute and I've been waiting for it for a while. Um, and then probably, now Cyberpunk won't be out yet, so probably just have a review of Bug Snacks. Um yeah, I haven't really played a, a bad game. I got some little things like Kathy Rain and stuff that popped up on Game Pass that I might want to check out. And 
you know, go through Game Pass and see if there's any little games I missed. But yeah, I'm curious what you guys have been playing since Extra Life. Jane, go Should ahead. I go next? Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so most of the games that I've been playing have been on stream. So either during Extra Life or, you know, during our regular streams. Um, so Dead by Daylight, of course, and Mark mentioned this as well. Um, although honestly, I haven't played a ton of it in my spare time recently because also, as Mark mentioned, most of my free time has been dedicated to torturing myself with phasmophobia. (laughs) Um, (laughs) and I mostly play by myself because I don't, I'm just not up to strategize with random people. I don't know. That sounds very, uh, antisocial of me and it literally is antisocial, but I just don't feel like doing it. I'm with you. (laughs) A game, yeah, a game like that, I don't want to play with randos. Right. And and I was also hearing that, you know, people, and this is not surprising in the least, people will go on just to troll other people where, you know, you'll have a plan, you'll go into the house, you'll bring all the stuff that you worked for, you know, to buy in-game. And then they'll just start screaming the ghost's name and get you killed and just to, you know, make you look like an idiot and make you lose your stuff. So I'm not about that. Or, um, they, or they die in the game and they grab things in the house and throw it at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they act as the ghosts and they scare the crap out of you and they throw like cups at you from the doorway. <laughs> Not that anybody's ever done that. No, sure. that was a totally random example. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I I finally figured out the reason why I'm so scared of this game. And I, I think I've mentioned it in, in our past streams, but it's definitely the audio that does it for me. It's just if if anyone out there hasn't watched a stream of this game or played it, it's super immersive audio and it's super like HD. You hear every little creak and door opening and like sometimes it's raining and you hear the thunder. It's just there are moments when the ghost breathes in your ear while you're walking through the dark house or um, it makes the grudge noise if it's close enough to you. <laughs> and um when it's about to attack you, you can hear like your heart beating. It's just so ridiculous. <laughs> And, and and you are are playing with headphones, obviously. Yes, I'm playing with um really good headphones as well, so they're noise canceling. So all I can hear is this game. <laughs> so it's just yeah, it's it's very intense, and I love the game obviously because I've been playing it so much. But the sound it just brings it to that next level for me, where it makes it a little bit too real. Um, like there was a, a few weeks ago, the light went out in my living room as soon as I walked up from the basement and it was like pitch black because it gets dark so late or so early now. The light went out as soon as I walked into the room and I'm like the ghost <laughs> <laughs> because when the lights go out in the game, the ghost is hunting you. So I'm like, wow, I'm literally, uh, you know, I'm just torturing myself with this game. I'm traumatizing myself. <laughs> but <laughs> as traumatic as it is, it's also really fun. So I very much enjoy playing. It's it's a lot easier when I'm playing with Mark and, and with Dan. It's even better if I can get both of you to play with me because, you know, as we were seeing on stream, you can split up and get things accomplished in the five minutes it takes before the ghost tries to murder you. So it's really fun. And, you know, there's this the puzzle and strategy element to it where you're trying to figure out what kind of ghost it is. Um so yeah, that's that's what I've probably been playing most with most of my free time that I have, which isn't a lot to begin with. Um, I've also been playing Mist on the Switch. Yeah. And I'm happy to say that it's been enough time from when I played through it last where I don't remember how to do everything. Um, I remember most of it, but I forgot enough where I'm not like flying through it really fast. Um, so that's been fun. And then 
from Extra Life. I know we were playing the Halos, so I think we played two through four. Um, obviously, we've been playing Warzone on stream. I started Fall Guys, and all I'm going to say about that is that that game infuriates me more than Untitled Goose Game ever did. <laughs> that's what, that's what they want got, you to do. I know. It's got hooks in you, though. It does. I really want the stupid Untitled Goose outfit for my person. And I have to play so many games to earn it. And I, I feel like it's going to run out before I can get it. I'm going to be really sad if that happens. That's how they get you. They just want you to buy it. You have to earn five. I think they're crowns or stars. I forget what the like in-game uh, currency crown is. crown is, the, is the, when you win. Oh, well, I'm definitely not winning crowns. I don't think I've made it past. So are there, there are three levels? Do you know? Mark? There's five. There's five? Oh, my God. That makes Four me sound five. worse. <laughs> well, yeah. I was going to say I haven't gotten past the second, thinking that there were three, but never mind. Yeah, yeah I got to the third. That's impressive. Yeah. Which is only because the second one was a team game. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, the um, Hungry Hungry Hippos style game? Well, there there's multiples. I forget which one it was. Oh, okay. But um, there's one where you got to grab tails off each other. Oh, that one looks really cute. Yeah, yeah. I never got to play that one. Yes. Yeah, so. You're right. You know, it was one of those two. That was the only time I got to the third. Because anytime okay. there's a team game on the second level is when I advanced to the third. Yeah, yeah. The only time that I ever had a team game on the second level was like the Hungry Hippos game. And my team literally got one point. I was like, of course, I end up on the absolute worst team possible. <laughs> <laughs> it was so, it's so annoying. Yeah. It's really annoying. Um, but yeah, <laughs> aside from that. Um, I guess Jackbox, if that counts, it kind of counts, right, as a game. Um, Mario Kart, and then our retro lit game, Toy Story, and I think I pretty much covered everything. Yeah. So, question: You've been playing yeah. Mist. Uh huh. Do you have Riven, a sequel to Mist, as well? <laughs> I don't right now. I don't know okay. if it's out for the Switch, um, but I know I can get it on the PC. Okay. I just gotta, because <laughs> it's one of those games you gotta remember to say the full, the full name, name of the game. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, what have you been up to, Mr. Schuster? Uh, all kinds of. So, I bought Dirt Five. Nice. I've been playing the shit out of out of <laughs> Dirt Five. Um, so there's some good things and some not so good things. Cause I'm, I'm I wasn't I've already decided that I wasn't getting a new console this year. So I I saw Dirt Five. And I was like, you know what? This thing should run perfectly fine on an Xbox One X. I was sorely mistaken. Okay. Uh, it does not run well. <laughs> It looks great, but whenever there's like at the beginning of the race when all the cars are all bunched up in front of you, the frame rate take did just tanks. Wow. I don't know why. I mean, it shouldn't be that difficult. It shouldn't be that difficult to run this game. It's a racing game, and it's not. There's not a whole bunch of stuff happening outside of the cars. So, does it have a performance cinematic yes. mode or whatever? As performance and um it's not cinema it's yeah but it's like whatever the good looking one that runs at 30 frames a second i'm doing performance mode and it's still running like crap uh but the gameplay is fun i mean i like the game it's fun to play it looks really nice uh they do some awesome stuff with lighting uh and things like that there is one gripe I have with it. They added a couple modes to this to this game. They added a, a mode called Icebreaker, where you're literally racing on ice, and another mode called Sprint, which is uh, for sprint cars. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of sprint cars, but they're the cars with the gigantic wings that drive around in circles on dirt tracks. Um, those two modes, for whatever reason, are like impossible. Hmm. I just can't 
figure out the handling with these cars on these tracks. I don't know why. Like, I'll, I'll do a normal race, like a normal rate, uh, like um, rally cross race or or something like that. And I'll be out in front by a lot. But if I do an icebreaker or a sprint race, I will be lucky if I'm in the top five. <laughs> I don't. There's just this weird like disconnect of the the difficulty. I don't know why why there's this disconnect, but for whatever reason, those two modes are extremely hard. All the other modes are pretty easy. Is it just that the computer ramps up in difficulty? Do you think or? I, I don't. I'm not really sure. It's just it's weird. Really weird. Like mm-hmm. it's because it's only those two modes. Mm-hmm. I've never had an issue like in any other mode. I've gotten first pretty much all the time. It's not that difficult. Um, and uh, something else I've noticed: rubber banding doesn't seem mm-hmm. to be too bad. Like in some games, in, in some racing games, like rubber banding is really terrible, uh, and you can't like get away from the pack at all. These games, you can get away from the pack if you're doing well enough. Granted, you mess up, they'll catch you. So it's it's it works somewhat correctly. Mm-hmm. But like I said, just for Icebreaker and Sprint, it's I don't know what they did to those two game modes, but they're way harder than the other game modes. And I wonder if anybody else has run into that. If you've run into that, feel free to tell us on Twitter at Game Vault Pod. Uh, I want to I want to hear your Dirt Five thoughts. <laughs> he wants to hear your dirty thoughts, guys. Yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> but other other than that, like I said, looks great. It plays really well. It's not my f- favorite dirt game. I like it better than Dirt Four, which was which was a lot more realistic, I guess you could say. Um, but it's not. It's not. It doesn't touch Dirt Three. Dirt Three is still my favorite. It, it, there's no touching that one. I can, it, It's really weird because Dirt Three came out like almost ten years ago now, I think, and it's still one of my favorite racing games to go back to. Mm-hmm. I, I um, feel. I feel like racing games are like that. Also. There's this like weird story they they're trying they they're trying to weave throughout the game, which I haven't really seen. Like it's weird because you're not involved. So Nolan North and Troy Baker play these two racers that are having like a beef while the whole game is going on. And I don't know if you guys know who Donut Media is. Uh, they're a a YouTube channel devoted to cars and car stuff and upgrading cars and all kinds of things like that. So they're Good for they have been forgetting in this game. Yeah, they're they're they have like an ongoing podcast throughout the game, and Nolan North and Troy Baker are kind of guests on this podcast, back and forth, talking shit on each other the whole time. And I'm like, am I gonna get to see this race? Am I gonna be a part of this race? Why do I care about this? It's just like yeah. at this point, it's just kind of background noise because I don't know if like I'll ever get to see it or why I should care about it. It just seems like tacked on. I don't I don't know. It's fun to hear them do it, but at the same time, it's like unnecessary. It just seems yeah. like it's it, it's it's just like you're you're just kind of in the background. Like your story doesn't matter. You're more worried about these two guys' story. Yeah. It, it, they must have a ton of fun just being able to insult each other back and forth. Oh, I'm sure. Oh yeah, I'm sure they had a ton of fun doing it. But yeah. like I said, it it just seems kind of weird that you're not involved because they don't even bring you up like in in past dirt games you can like put your name in and it'll say your name in the game this one they give you uh they give you like nicknames kind of like old wrestling games yeah where it would be like oh here comes i don't know so yeah yeah, the 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 nba 2k games still do that so like you know 
like I picked the nickname of Outlaw. So they, they kind of mention Outlaw every once in a while, but they don't ever like directly talk about you. It's it's kind of weird. Yeah, it's like it's like trying to use the voice modulator to make something that sounds close to your name. Yeah, yeah. I don't like know if in, you guys ever tried that in the wrestling games. Well, in wrestling games, they could they could like say letters. So I would always make the first name TJ because they could say TJ. So I didn't have to worry about trying to make it say Tom Schuster. or whatever. Schuster. Right. And I would always make up a, a last name in its wrestling gimmicks, yeah. right? Exactly. You reached into the box of gimmicks. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, so, uh, overall, I'm enjoying the game. Uh, it will not be my game of the year, even though I'm having fun with it. It will not be game of the year. Uh, I may talk about it more depending on how far into it I get by our game of the year stuff. Um, something completely different that I've been playing. Um, I didn't purchase this yet, but I've been playing the Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory demo. Okay. So is that, is that the is that the full name of it, or does it have some stupid division problem in it? <laughs> no, it's just Melody of Memory, which is hard enough okay. to say. Um, so it's a rhythm-based Kingdom Hearts game. Okay. Which, so it's it's a mixture of Guitar Hero and Kingdom Hearts, if that makes any sense. Because you, so as you're, it's it's kind of like those Persona dance games. <laughs> pretty, yeah, yeah, it's very similar, I would say. Uh, only you're going down a track. Like you oh, would in Guitar Hero. Okay. Then that's completely different. Well, I mean, it's similar in the fact that it goes. To, you have to play it to the music. Like you have to attack to the music. Okay. Like so, like certain enemies cause you to press certain buttons, which is an attack. Um, and if you if you don't hit them, you get you take damage. And if you lose all of your if you lose all of your HP, you lose the the thing and you don't pass. So it's kind of like 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 that stuff, but. I found it way more difficult than I thought. And I don't know if it's because I'm trying to play a rhythm game on a controller or or what. I it, There's just something a little weird about it. But I would have to sink a lot of time into it to get good at it. Because it's kind of like relearning how to play Guitar Hero. I think you may have already told me this. But can I make the assumption that there's story important information in this game? Yes, that's the problem. That's, okay. the, that's the issue is that <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to buy this game because it's got story in it. Um, it tells you what is happening while Kingdom Hearts 3 is happening, like to other characters. I think yeah. in between Kingdom Hearts 2 and 3, it tells you what the what other characters are doing. Interesting. Because in Kingdom Hearts 3, stuff just kind of shows up, and you're like, how did this person get here? So this is kind of like to fill in the blanks. Yeah. And I don't know, if, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Jen, but mm -hmm. uh, do you know how insane uh the kingdom hearts is with story like like how they divvy out lore yeah um i i didn't play through all of kingdom hearts it's something that i do want to do as i was planning on doing with uh with zelda games <laughs> but yeah i know it's wild yeah yeah and and you can correct me tom but didn't they put story for the main lore of the game into like phone games they put out yes they put them into phone <laughs> yeah. games um browser based games um so you literally have to play everything yeah that's yes. crazy <laughs> so they've recently come out with this all-in-one package which has like all the hd remake games how much and is that it, uh it's like 20 20 30 bucks oh really i was expecting yeah. you to say like 80 or something no it, on amazon I, it'll probably be on sale for black friday so jen if you want to jump mm. in now's the time <laughs> jump way in there yeah 
Um, That's a good idea. So in in those packages, it has like the cutscenes from those games, so you don't actually have to play them. Uh, because I think there's a GBA game, like yeah. <laughs> some weird, like something that you would never want to play again. It was it's like a GBA. It's got like card game stuff oh, going card on. Card game. Oh, Is Mark's that birth favorite. By sleep or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, but it has all of all of the games that you could that you might want to play in this package. So mm-hmm. if you want to play Kingdom Hearts and get the full experience, <clears throat> excuse me get that uh collection actually i think i want to say square enix even ha- might even have it on sale on their website so look on amazon look on square enix um that's, that's that game... kingdom hearts because the persona game is more of a like dance dance revolution like buttons come up on your screen you press it and they dance mm-hmm. like there's no yeah. attack going yeah, on it's, i mean it's kind of like that like every time you like you you have three different buttons that attack and then you have a jump button, which you need. And you can also, like, glide. I don't know if you've seen, but in, in some games, Sora can jump and glide. So that's mm-hmm. part of this game. Um, I really need to pick it up to f- and play it to uh, to figure out what exactly is, is going on otherwise. Because it's got all kind Like, one of the best things about Kingdom Hearts is the music. So yeah. I think this is a really good idea for them. Even though I'm not a huge fan of it, I think it'll do really well. It might not be, like you know, million copy game, but I feel like people, a lot of people will play it. Oh, uh, let's see. I have a, I, I guess it's been a while because I played a lot of crap. Um, I loaded up the new destiny Two uh, expansion. Uh, I've played through the first couple of missions. I did not purchase it. it. This, all this stuff is free to play. So I've done the first couple of missions and it's like a nostalgia bomb because it kind of throws you back into, destiny one the areas from destiny one and it, it kind of sucks you back in because they have a loot cave and everything else oh, i was just gonna ask you that <laughs> that's <laughs> yes. the most important question that i had <laughs> yes there is a loot cave so awesome. um what what is good and bad pretty much any gear you had saved from destiny 2 just get rid of it none of it matters they've already taken into account that you had it and if it's a part of a set they know you had it. So if you had like stuff sitting in your vault for two years waiting for waiting to like upgrade it, just get rid of it because it's all garbage at this point. Oh no! It's kind of the same thing. It happens in MMOs. It's all all, all the time. Like you spend all this time getting all this gear, and then yeah. it's worth nothing once the new expansion comes out, which happens. All I mean, exotics are still good. You can still upgrade your exotics to to the new level cap. So. If you want to hold on to your exotics, you can. Uh, any like anything under that, just get rid of it. it it's literally worthless, uh, and it'll give they'll give you all kinds of shards and things you need to create other stuff. So do that. Okay. Uh, I one thing I do need to do is load it up on PC. I haven't done that yet. I loaded it up on my Xbox One X. It looks awesome. Has HDR, all that good stuff. Uh, Jen, we got to talking about Monster Truck Madness 2. I think we were on, on the Extra Life stream, so I may or may not have downloaded it from a abandonware site. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, that's a great game. It's so good. Yes. It's, it's so cheesy and rednecky and goofy. <laughs> it's awesome. Yep. And I have old, I have old Windows 98 PCs that will run it and it runs great and that's it's great. just 
it's really fun to mess with the physics because the physics of that game is is where it's it's what makes it fun. Um, but yeah, I highly recommend you check that one out. It's probably on archive.org. I I don't I'm not a hundred percent sure, but uh, a lot of fun. I actually got Monster Truck Madness one two, one wow. also. <laughs> uh, and the difference between that game and Monster Truck Madness two is hilarious because Monster Truck Madness two is just like yeah we don't. There's no real races. We're just going to do whatever we want and destroy what destroy everything. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, so it's a lot of fun to just goof around in. Uh, and last but not least, Star Wars Squadrons, because my save, I don't know if I, w- if I said this on the podcast, it's been forever since we've done this, but my save game got deleted somehow. I know a lot of people had that issue on Star Wars Squadrons. So I had, and it got rid of all of my my button mappings. So I have to relearn how to play the game oh and God. play it all over again. So Thanks. I've gotten about a third of the way back to where I was. It's still fun. It's a lot of fun, um, especially if you have a HOTAS, mm-hmm. which if you don't, HOTAS is hand on throttle and stick. Uh, it's basically a joystick and a throttle, and it's perfect for this kind of game. Uh, and if you, d- if you weren't watching Extra Life, I played Doom with a Hotas, so <laughs> very um, well, ho- actually, right? You did I, a good it's job. Yeah, it it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Um, and I'm going to have we're going to have all that stuff on YouTube eventually. Uh, I was just going through today and downloading all the archives, so we have them. So cool. hopefully, we'll see that on YouTube before too long. But uh, that about wraps up what I've been playing. Oh. Before we go into the news, um, I don't know if you guys had seen this. Um, just a quick video I saw on Twitter uh, with somebody playing Miles Morales. Um, or it might have been Spider-Man Remastered, I forget. That they dubbed over um, the J. Jonah Jameson with Stephen A. Smith clips. <laughs> no, I did not see that. They are amazing. It does that. I don't know if you either of you played Spider-Man. Um, yes. <laughs> but it I does that the, like ding, 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 or whatever his thing is when you're swinging around. And he pops up and pops up and he goes, I have a problem. <laughs> you know, <Steven laughs> I am Smith. having a really bad day. Yeah. Yeah. Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> Just... <laughs> yeah. I've seen that. Uh, it was, uh, I was, I was laughing so hard. Like it fit perfectly. Like the clips they were coming, like fit in the, like, oh, it was such a well done. I'd never even thought to do that, but he fits <laughs> perfectly in the game. Um, and yeah, it's uh, that's one of my favorite things about Twitter lately with a bunch of stuff coming to PC um, or how good these consoles look that, you know, people can cut videos out of them. Um, just just that stuff has been, has been amazing because there's not much new on these systems. Right. So just which, the which having fun with us there is amazing. <laughs> yeah. So if you guys haven't found that out, just find a way to search it out. Yeah. It's a real it's a really good clip. And um I haven't been stopping thinking about just swinging around New York City and hearing him yell about the Knicks or something like that. <laughs> oh, I did forget to mention, uh, I will be playing a lot more Dreamcast games coming soon. Uh, I may have ordered a uh, optical drive emulator for it. Nice. <laughs> that will be coming this w- this week. Actually, the the optical drive emulator is here already. I need the I need to get a uh, SD card to put in it. So cool. 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 Yeah, the uh, I, th- I thought you were going to mention that you went and bought uh, the uh, uh, GameCube uh, things yeah. for for a gold bar. The component oh no, no, cable. I didn't. I didn't. I I have GameCube component cables, but that's because 
I bought I didn't buy the real ones. I bought like Yeah, me too. <laughs> ones that have come out recently, which still cost like eighty bucks, but way better than paying three hundred and thirty dollars for a set of GameCube component <laughs> yeah. cables. Wild. If anybody if anybody doesn't know what I'm talking about, go on eBay and type in GameCube component cables and just look at the prices. Hopefully mm-hmm. your head doesn't explode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. But yeah, so um yeah, what uh as so, uh, what what's going on in the news? Um, I I wanted to start off because I'm sure everybody that's listening to this podcast is very upset. <laughs> there is no stock for any of these stupid consoles. Nope. <laughs> oh man, I <laughs> I was so planning on getting one. I know, right? Oh, me too. I so missed out <laughs> on it. Um, <laughs> but I we got to talk about this. So yeah. we had mentioned previously. That Sony was going to have, like, no systems. We called it months ago. Because for so long, Sony didn't say anything about the PS5. Not until, I don't know, two months before launch were they talking about anything inside the console. Uh, And we had talked about it previously. They were saying Sony should just not put anything out because it doesn't seem like they're going to have any stock. Which turns out to be right. Um, They put out their stock for... For, through walmart.com and best buy and that was about it like twice uh and now they're saying that they may not there may not be any more till 2021 so if you got your hands on one good on you and if you scalped one go fuck yourself how about that seriously <laughs> seriously it's, it's, i saw go ahead, go ahead. I, I was gonna say it's been kind of amazing just watching people like freak out when the the console's like oh walmart has them in yeah. Go, 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 go. 500 people get in line and they have like 10 in stock. Yeah. And well, they just stay a, in line. That's another thing. It. Like, they didn't have any in stock, like, in right. the stores. It was all digital, which is the problem because we are living in a digital world and people have created bots to search out when these things go live and just purchase them. Yeah. Nothing is more painful than waiting for anything. And then it. You know, the website crashes, then you find out they're gone, and then immediately scalpers are posting them for, like, five times what they're worth. It makes it so much worse when the scalpers do that, too. Yeah, 100%. And that's been that's been going on these past couple of weeks that we haven't been on. It happened with the NVIDIA launch for the 3070s and 3090s. Uh, 3080s, 3070s, and 3090s. Uh, it happened with the PlayStation and Xbox. I feel like more people have gotten been able to get Xboxes just because I think because yeah. they're being sold through Microsoft.com. I feel like yeah. there's a little more security there. Um, and it happened a couple days ago with AMD. AMD launched the 6800 and 6800 XT, and I think they sold about five of them. I think that's about how many were were released. <laughs> so, so all of these people were like, "We're releasing stuff this year. We got to mm-hmm. do it. We have five of them. Here they are." Um, it, I would have just rather just waited longer, just waited out, because yeah, it's frustrating it, for people who have nothing else to do besides play video games. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 kind of amazing. Like that's the reason we're we're not even the shortage issue, which um, I saw a great thing of somebody using the uh, gif of the guy pointing to his head, going, "You can't have a bad console launch if you don't have many consoles to sell in the first place." Yep. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it is just, you know, it, there's been so many little tiny issues because these consoles were clearly rushed. Um, oh, the PS5 was not ready, clearly. Yeah. yeah. And the, the pandemic made it worse. And 
you know, it was just, I was waiting till 2021 anyway, maybe even 2022. Um, and that solidified it as soon as I saw all the little minor glitches. Um, like people's things were crashing as soon as they launched Netflix on it. You know, like all these apps that have been stable for years on everything else. We're just losing it. Um, but I got to say the one thing that has been positive is that it seems like without any huge launch titles, it seems like they did a good job making it, giving people things to play. Well, you know, if, if they, they didn't make, it. if they didn't make these consoles backwards compatible, yeah, nobody would have anything to play. Which, yeah, if we, we can move right on to the next topic, which is there's no launch games. No, there's. I can I can count on four? one hand how many launch games there are for these things. Uh, yeah, there's. I know there's three on PS5. And that's it, because I don't think Xbox has one. Yeah, because it's Astrobot, it, Astro Sackboy, and Demon Souls, I think, are PS5. Ex- yeah, and obviously Miles Morales plays on a PS4 and PS5, but yeah. we could we could call that a launch title, too. But the Xbox has nothing. They were supposed to have Halo Infinite, which did not come out. Um, it's got They've got the new Call of Duty um, and Assassin's Creed Valhalla and Dirt 5. They all play on an Xbox One or Xbox Series S or X. But there's no like exclusive Xbox only game. And it's it's a poor launch to say the least. It really uh, is. Um, go ahead. It's just they should have. I, they wanted to get it out for holiday for some reason. Like they could have done. They could have done end of first quarter launches in March for these systems, and they would have sold just as much. Mm-hmm. You know, give yourselves a couple extra months or more. Yeah, they they you know. sold out of all of their stock, and now yeah. people are just pissed, and now they don't want to buy it buy anything. Yeah, and it's just yeah, and it's making people pissed across the board because um, you know some games are getting held up on P- from being on PC because they're you know. You know, they made them like console launch exclusives for a couple months, and you know, the bodies. It's just, I, it's a completely different feeling than what I had in 2013 with the PS4 Xbox One launch. Oh, 100 yeah. percent. When X, when the Xbox One came out, um, I forget what I bought with it. I think I bought Assassin's Creed Four. Yeah, I bought Black and that was awesome. Granted, it was the same thing as Valhalla. Valhalla's cross as well but black flag was on the 360 and the, the xbox yeah one um but it was a major jump the other problem is people like a layman no offense everybody will not see the difference between an what an xbox series x and an xbox one x look like they will look very similar to someone who's never heard of ray tracing before mm-hmm. um that's the other problem like, there isn't a huge generational jump. The only jump you've seen or will see is load times. And right. I think that's the way it's going to ha- go from now on. I don't think you're going to see these huge uh, graphical jumps yeah. um, between console generations anymore. Yeah. And the launch times are, uh, the load times are amazing. Yes. Um, don't get me wrong. They're, from all the videos I've watched, they're just, it just, it's, you don't realize it until you, you watch it on video and then go play something on your older system, you know, yeah. and it's sort of like, oh, right. 45 seconds is a long time. Yeah. Boys, like, I can, from experience playing, we we both have played, or all of us have played, Final Fantasy 15 and or Fallout 4, which take four 
ever to load. And I'm Jen, I'm pretty sure Skyrim is one of those games too. Oh yeah. Oh my God. I would sit there on the load screen when there's like a little item floating towards you and I would just spin it around a million times and like zoom in and out because <laughs> it was so boring. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 I, the, you, you, you just, it's one of those things that when you see it in practice, you notice it. Like I could tell you the difference in time. Like, yeah. hey, this thing used to load at 25 seconds, now it loads at three seconds. Wow. I'm like, ah, that's, that doesn't seem like, you know, Mm-hmm. It's only we're talking about seconds here. What and then you see like Spider-Man, you go in a building, boom, you load into it, you watch it on the PS4 and it's like loading. And it's just it's and the only thing that it's really gonna hurt are the uh uh people that uh like to text while playing video games. Yeah. yeah. Because now they have no they have no loading screens to text people, people back on. People like to text and or like watch YouTube videos. Yeah. Like usually you're looking you're looking for a YouTube video sometimes between loading screens. You're not doing that anymore. You got to pause the game. You can't. That's funny. Um, it, it, I, I, I and I think lo- the the funny thing and I don't know how well our listeners may know this as because I think you two know as well. It is funny that that patent that I think Bandai Namco had for so long for having mini games on loading screens like mm-hmm. expired like a year before this these consoles came out was like all these perfect. years nobody could put like a mini game on a load screen and then all of a sudden it's like oh no load screens are no more <laughs> well yeah the the namco bandai namco had mini games in all those dragon ball z budokai games like in between because the loading took so long in between levels um i now i will say that the xbox series x and s work a lot better with last generation loading the ps4 uh, games on ps5 do not even if they're on the ssd do not load much better um they've found that the xbox with its internal ssd works a lot better with older games um go watch digital foundry they have a hundred videos on it Um, it's it's just the smart delivery works great i i can't really tell if there's a huge difference between the two systems in terms of you know, this one is so much better. And definitely, I'm definitely not a fanboy of either side, having owned most of them um, as well. It's just, I think Xbox had been working on theirs longer, and it was more ready than PS5. Yeah. yeah the, um, more this, than the PS5 being worse than the Xbox. Yeah, the, the Series X definitely seems like a more refined machine as opposed to the PS5. Like, the PS5 definitely feels rushed. Uh, and I feel like people have been seeing a lot more issues with the PS5 um, between coil wine on the um, graphics processor and the power supply, the disk drives being super loud. Um, I forget what else I've heard, but the only thing I heard about the Xbox was smoke coming out of the top, which people were literally just blowing vape smoke in their Xboxes and posting it online like it was smoking. So dumb. And, peop- <laughs> and people believed it. I can't believe it. <laughs> it shows me two things. One, dumbasses believe anything they see on the internet, which we already know. Mm-hmm. And two, nobody knows what actual smoke from a fire looks like. Yeah. <laughs> if you think vape smoke looks like fire smoke, there's a problem. <laughs> That's such yeah. a good point, Mark. <laughs> because I looked at those videos immediately and I'm like, that's either some kind of smoke machine or somebody blew something into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that smoke is way too thin 
<laughs> to be I, any I'll, kind of smoke from inside the system. I love how Xbox had to had to put out a statement saying, "I can't believe we have to say this, but please yep. don't, please don't <laughs> blow vape smoke into your Xbox Series X." Like it's hilarious. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Um, yeah. yeah, it's I, this is the first time when being a first adopter. You know, last generation there wasn't much wrong with being a, an early adopter. Except if you bought an Xbox One, you bought the wrong console. No, Which but I, I mean, did. like in terms of the functionality of the of the hardware. Oh yeah, like, the functionality. Like, there's there was nothing really wrong with them. Yeah, at because it, yeah, because with the PS3 360 you had the red ring, you know, and uh, you know, back at the PS2, you know, launch with if you want to put Dreamcast in that category, one system was just obsolete in a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and it, and you could pirate it with tell. no with with yeah. nothing, no special things needed yeah. you just it was burn like a cd cdrs right um, you just throw a cd in it yeah so you know essentially you know it we had a generation where we didn't we weren't punished for going first and now people are going hey wait these things aren't working perfect right out of the box what is what is wrong with this yeah oh it's, it's giving me all these error codes and you know and it does look like that disk drive was just slapped on the ps5 at yeah. the last it, moment it definitely looks like they they built the one without the drive, and then we're like, oh, people are gonna want to drive. We gotta mm-hmm. figure out where to put it, and they were just like, oh, oh that that'll work. It, no, we just make there. it look pregnant. That's fine. <laughs> also, I'm glad I didn't. But I'm not buying a PS5 the way it looks right now. They gotta make it smaller. I can't. There's no. I can't put that anywhere. Yeah. It yeah, would. It needs its own table. <laughs> yeah. So freaking yeah. big. I forget if it was. It was a. Uh, uh, one of the one of the podcasts I listened to many um, gaming podcasts, but one of them said like they took the the PS5 out of the box and their reaction was, huh, mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like, huh, oh, okay, like um, you know like it, you didn't believe it until you're looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't believe it was that big. Huh. So <laughs> something else I've seen, um, it seems like Microsoft has figured out how to do packaging a lot better than Sony has. Oh, yeah. That mm. Microsoft <laughs> shoebox packaging is real good. So Sony just kind of shoved everything in a box. and was like, here you go. But Xbox, the Series X and S, both have great-looking packaging with great, lo- great boxes. Granted, I'm probably the only weirdo who displays their empty boxes, but uh, the, the, just the experience you get from opening up an Xbox Series X seems to be way better than on the PS5. That's yeah. personal. I'm sure people don't give a shit about that sort of thing, but that's something I like, and I, I think it's pretty cool. I don't know, Tom. Haven't you seen all the unboxing YouTube stars? I'm pretty sure you're not the only one that likes it. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. Unbox Therapy is like the biggest YouTube channel ever, right? Yeah, so, right. Yeah, I, I guess, you know, I guess I guess people do, uh, other than me, I you know, but I personally, I want that feeling myself. I don't want to watch somebody else do it, but that's right. just me. Yeah. No, I agree with you there. <laughs> I'd rather open something and know that it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, so there's no stock in these things. Uh, there's problems. Uh, we all hate scalpers. Yep. Ho- hopefully, Jen, you've got some better news for us besides all this. <laughs> yeah. So I knew we were going to have some, you know, depressing topics. So I, I did my best to find some weird or just like more upbeat things. Um, I guess actually I'll start with the most depressing one first. It's not really depressing. 
it kind of is on the same vein of scalpers. Um, so obviously it's, you know, time for the holidays and along with the holidays and the sales come the scammers. So mm-hmm. the Better Business Bureau actually put out an alert specifically for people who are looking to purchase um, any kind of gaming stuff for the holidays. Um, and maybe this is more directed at, you know, like our family members who really don't know what they're buying for us when we ask for it. Um, but oh, either yeah. way, yeah, they're saying, you know, everyone's, you know, swept up and trying to get the best price. They're urging everyone out there just to take extra precaution when you're shopping, especially when you're going through a reseller. And I'm not talking about like eBay even. It's, you know, those websites that you find when you're trying to find the best price and you're like, hmm, I've never heard of this website before. Those kinds of, you know, standalone sites are are where people are really getting screwed the most. Um, Unfortunately, what a lot of scammers are doing is... um, you know, they're claiming to be resellers and they're posting consoles at a super reduced price. And then their website has a ton of fake positive reviews, which kind of help make them legit. Um, and then, you know, like one of the things I look for when I'm shopping on a new site, I'll make sure they take PayPal because I'm like, oh, in my mind, PayPal is really secure. So, you know, these scammers all accept PayPal, which is great. You know, you make your purchase, you get a tracking number. It's legitimate. You see it on its way to you. The problem is when you get it, it's a box with a random piece of crap inside yep. and it's not what you actually ordered. So you're like, okay, fine. I'll just dispute this with PayPal. Unfortunately, because you have a tracking number with delivery proof, PayPal will not refund you for this purchase. So that's so, how they're getting away with it, huh? Yes. So you could have bought, thought you were buying a PS5 for $200, but you really Idiots. bought someone's broken dish that they had in their drawer. And, now you see, uh, that's yeah. That's why things like eBay are are good, right? Exactly. Uh, because eBay, if if you get the wrong thing, they will still work with you. The eBay's base is way better for sellers than than it is for buyers, or but way better for buyers than it is for sellers. Yeah, like if and you Amazon's don't get kind of that way too. Yeah, but yeah, it's um. It's not, it's not, you know, it's, it's not a nice, a nice place right now with all the scamming that's going on and reselling. So, I mean, honestly, it really just comes down to, you know, shop where, you know, shop where, you know, is legit hundred percent and don't hunt down these ridiculously too good to be true prices, especially for something like a new console or, you know, like a brand new game. It's just, it's never going to be what you think it is. I feel like that's kind of obvious, but I figured I'd bring it it up. If it looks too good to be true, it more than likely is. Exactly. Because if it wasn't, if it was legit, it would be sold out. No one is selling some of this stuff for these prices. So, whatever. Just wanted to mention that because it came straight (laughs) from the BBB. So, I'm like, all right, maybe this is something that's actually ramping up this year. Especially with all of the online shopping, it's going to be worse. That's great. It's a good PSA for people who are going to are trying to buy stuff for their kids or their grandkids right you gotta know about this you, exactly. need, to, you and need to you need to buy it from a reputable seller yeah exactly that's the uh how many times i've had to stop certain things since i moved here in august you don't know <laughs> um, uh, so two things one going off that uh parents and grandparents wanting to buy things for the kids Xbox has to put stickers on the boxes. Oh, I know. <laughs> because they well, look the same. They really well, do. Not only that, but we, I th- I don't know if we talked about it after the Series X launch, but I think 
Xbox One X sales went up about yes. 90% the day Awful. that the Xbox Series X went on sale. Yep. Just because it's people just... were buying the wrong thing. And it's all parents or, you know, people who just don't know. And I would have totally made that mistake if, yeah. you know, I wasn't me. Yeah. It's... It it wasn't even that. Like, literally, this, the Xbox One games, like, the it's the packaging isn't much different from the Series X games. Mm-hmm. Like, just from a sheer looking at it, if you're in a Oh, they don't look store. anything different. They they yeah. say they all they, the only difference is they say in real little print in the top left it says Xbox or mm. it says Xbox One or Series X. Yeah. That's silly. You think they would have made it different color or something? Yeah. I well, I think because Xbox One games will play on an Xbox One X or an Xbox yeah. Series X. God, this is terrible. We're gonna have to come up with. <laughs> See, you did it yourself. It, it, um, yeah, I'm not worried about people buying the Xbox One game for someone with right. Series X. It's the other way it's around. It's the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's like insult to injury. You're like, I really wanted the new console, but I'll settle with this. And you're like, wait, this is the new game. I can't even play it. And yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that that's going to be a problem too much for this year because I feel like most games that are launching for the Xbox work on both. Yeah. I don't think right at least right now <clears throat> I don't think there's anything that is specifically the, the only thing I wonder is if you buy a Series X disc does it work in a 1? I don't you know, know that it's... you can buy just a Series X disc. God damn it. Series <laughs> X disc. I, I don't think you can, you can... I don't know. I don't know that you can. I don't know what game would uh, maybe Call of Duty. Yeah, That's about the only one I can think of, right? Yeah, yeah, that would be the big one, you know. But it's it's one of those things where, you know, it it's like it, I it, it's like the um was it the old thing with Microsoft Office where the the older one can work with the newer one, but not vice versa, you know, when, yeah. when right. like Doc and Doc X and all that stuff. Um, you know, it's like that of video games, like. At least with PS4 and PS5, there's a different number on the box, you know. Right. And people can tell with this, the difference. With this, it's either one or series. Yeah. Things you're never going to look for. Right. Yeah. It's that. That's one thing. I, it won't happen here. Um, that, uh, you know, because we, most of us, if, if we were buying for any nieces and nephews and stuff like that, we know games. So, right. but yeah. I just feel bad for the, the ones who parents have no idea. Yeah. And, yeah, it's just I love that meme that's going around with the Simpsons where she buys Bart like, oh, this is the best game everybody wants for PS5. And he opens it up and it's Godfall. <laughs> and and he, before he opens it, Bart goes, oh, is it Demon Souls? <laughs> <laughs> you know, just like, yeah, it's it, it's always that way with console launches. I just think Xbox, while their system may be better. You know that they, they should have named it something different. Um, but well, eh, I don't think learn. we're gonna. I the next thing we're gonna get it. They're just gonna call it the Xbox. So yeah. figuring yeah. out how to say original Xbox. Oh God. Is gonna. <laughs> <laughs> that already scares me. Uh, it's the yeah. They're gonna do the Apple approach and just call it Xbox. I mm-hmm. think that's that's my thoughts. Unless they. They can't throw any more X's in there. What do they call it? The Xbox Double X? Oh, I mean, God. <laughs> triple X? Quadruple the triple X? X. <laughs> no, they're going to call it the XB and then the X. Yeah, the Xbox Triple X. Bring back <laughs> BMX Triple X. <laughs> they're taking notes right now, guys. I like I like where your head is at, Tom. <laughs> yep. The sad part is somebody has probably thought of this already. Yeah. In a, in a, oh, yeah. In a meeting. Yep. 
100%. Like, threw it out there as a joke, and people were like, ooh, that sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> we'll file that one oh, away. You mean, you mean how Yakuza 7 um, became a, a turn-based RPG because everybody responded well to their April Fool's video? Well, that's... Did you see yeah. that news? Well, that's Like a Dragon. You're talking yeah. about Like a Dragon, right? Yeah. That's... it's It was a joke, total joke, and then they were like, oh, people really like this. Let's <laughs> do it. Please. That's great how that worked out. Yeah, let's change the whole combat system in 11 months. <laughs> and they did it, and it seems to be working well. I haven't heard yeah. anybody have any complaints about it. Yeah, there's some slight complaints because they tried to keep it a little bit. Um, so, you know, if if, if a guy's got to run through people to get to another person, uh, they get, like, stopped, and it doesn't tell you that before you choose the attack. Oh, uh, that's annoying. So, you know, but, you know, they'll, they'll fix on that. But, yeah, yeah. I the, the, These first couple weeks of new consoles is always fun. Yeah. All right, Jen, any, what's our uplifting news? All right, so this is uh, mainly uplifting for Mark, I guess. Maybe Dan. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Avengers is seeing some updates finally, but it's not Spider-Man, so it's not that uplifting. Um, Kate Bishop is finally joining the ranks of the Avengers as of December 8th, as of now anyway. Um, it's a, it's and... a good Hawkeye. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not done yet, Mark. Oh. Along with... A new villain. Um, Hawkeye? So, not Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> its name is Super Adaptoid, and I am not this deep into comics where I, I'm assuming it is from the Marvel Universe. Um, it it well, basically is like, uh, oh, do you know, Mark? Well, the Adaptoids are in the single player um, oh, gotcha. in the Avengers game. That's MODOK's um, stuff that he's doing. I'm trying not to spoil too much. Gotcha. But, you know. <laughs> But um, I still need to play this. No, but there might be people out there listening. Um, no, I seriously. I play it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, they're, they're, they're some of the bad guys. So this is probably like a super version of that, essentially. Mm-hmm. It, it is. Um, they basically said that it mimics can mimic the abilities of anything it comes or super types that it comes into contact with. Um, and I believe if it's mimicking someone, it turns their I don't, but I don't think it's their whole body, but I think it's like most of it green, which I guess is a tell of this super yeah. villain. But either way, um, that sounds very overpowered, so should be interesting. And of course, the best Avenger, Clint, is missing. So Kate has to uncover that mystery, and then um, all the while fending off super super adaptoid. I think that that's the lamest name ever. Oh yeah, all the all the <laughs> bad guy names are terrible. Yeah, and, I would say don't at me, but you can at me about that because I'm pretty sure I'm not going to change my mind about that. Um, yeah. Modoc's only good because it's an acronym. Yeah. So eventually, I think this is actually part one of the Hawkeye story arc. So good news, oh. there will be a part two. Just what we and, all wanted. Yes, what we all wanted. Clint will be in part two. Um, expected to go live early 2021. Um, so it'll be Kate and Clint in the second arc of the story. Um, and then I guess, well, I'm going to bring, I'm going to bring down the vibe a little bit. Cause this is depressing. Um, as of oh, November wow. 19th. Yeah. As of November 19th, there were only just over 800 people playing the game. <laughs> I'm ready for this. It dropped from 1430 in October and 7,400 in September. Yeah. So it's downtrending slightly. Yeah, I would, we've said this on streams and in Extra Life 
and I'll repeat it here a million times. I don't know who made the final decision, but they absolutely missed the point of multiplayer in that they had a story within humans, which is humans that accidentally get superpowers and you could have just had everybody make their own superhero that wasn't inhuman and put them in multiplayer. Mm-hmm. But right. I don't know if Marvel came in and just went, you know, no, oh, you got to put these characters in there. Everybody wants to be a character. Who doesn't want to be Captain America? <laughs> well, it's kind of yeah. like, um, what the hell game was that? It was one of the Star Wars MMOs where it was uh, super. Oh, yeah, it was Knights of the Old Republic, Knights of the Old yeah, Republic, Totor. where it was super difficult to become a Jedi. Like only certain people on the server could be Jedi, a Jedi, but. After a certain amount of time, they were just like, yeah, you just have to do this one little quest to become a Jedi. Oh, and then everybody was a fucking Jedi. <laughs> That's what it seems like happened here. They're like, oh, everybody's going to want to be Iron Man. You can't. D- nobody wants to make their own superhero. No way. It's painful. Um, what a opportunity they missed with that yeah, game. It, it, if they didn't have the Inhumans in the main story, I could forgive it. Yeah. But they literally made 70% of the story in, in the single player about this phenomenon. And, and, your I mean, main, they, and your main new superhero is an inhuman. Mm-hmm. They could have yeah. even pulled from the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. television show. That show is literally about inhumans. Yeah. Most of, like, they don't use the word mutant ever on that show, so it's all inhumans. Mm-hmm. So they could have pulled all kinds of people from that show from the comics but they just didn't they didn't do they didn't do any of it yeah. yeah dan can correct me if i'm wrong if he wants to yell at us on twitter and that's <laughs> at tom schuster on twitter <laughs> i was gonna say um, the mark tweet. <laughs> um i think since this is marvel i think inhumans and mutants are different things they are they are different things but yeah, yeah but dan can correct me if i'm wrong but um yeah, the, the the whole point is, I don't know if it was Square Enix, I don't know if it was Marvel, I don't know if it, it was whoever, you know. It could have been Disney, for all we know. could have been Disney. <laughs> yeah. Like, whoever forced them to make you play as the superheroes, like, you could have gone, like, they could have made the, like, we're basically, it, I feel like I'm on They Call This a Movie when we try to make the movie better, when I'm <laughs> sitting here doing this here. But they could have literally just had missions where you meet up with the superheroes. Like, hey, here's a Black Widow mission. And you go with your friends and you either save Black Widow or you help her out in some mission. Or here, the Hulk is, you know, trying to find this thing in the forest or wherever they set him up in this game. And, you know, you go there, you go to the Arctic where, you know, Thor is, or where Captain America is trying to find some things. And then, you know, they could have just done that. And then you could have brought the... That's how you bring the DLC characters in, you know. You go yeah. do Kate Bishop missions, and then you can even have a separate thing, like a little, like, uh, Avengers, you know, missions, where all your friends get to be one of the Avengers on a group mission, you know. And you could have played it that way. Like, they just, everybody wants to create their own character if they're playing an online multiplayer game. Mm-hmm. Like, shaders and all that are one of the reasons people come back to Destiny. They gotta well, get the yeah, new shader. I mean, shaders, armor, yeah, all that stuff. It's just yep. yeah, they 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 missed the mark completely. Oh yeah, yeah. and it's a shame. It you know, um, it, it's the end of Star Wars. You were supposed <laughs> to be the chosen one. You were the chosen one. <laughs> all right. Um, do we have one more? We got yep. we got to get on have... to our 
extra yes. little recap. These are these are little. It's two more, but they're little tiny stories. So, um, today is actually Microsoft's. Oh, and today is November twentieth. By the way, if you're listening to a, this afterwards, which you will be. So today, as of recording, Microsoft has turned thirty-five years old. Um, and to celebrate. Uh, there is a Windows 1.0.1 emulator <laughs> that you can use in your browser if you want to, you know. Always wanted. I know, right? If you want to check that out. Um, it runs on JavaScript, so it's basically like a window within a window type situation where you would control a virtual mouse if you really want to get the full experience there. Um, it also features a game called Castle Adventure, which came out in 1985. If anyone <laughs> played that game, I definitely didn't, but... Um, I was looking through it. It definitely looks super old, but I'm sure there are people out there who would love to give it a shot. Um, so, like I said, this is a short story, but you can download it by going to pcjs.org. That is the company that came out with this emulator. Um, and I did also learn that because this emulator is 1.0.1, the original 1.0 apparently never made it to public. So 1.1.0 or 1.0.1 was the first copy you could actually get. That was yeah. like cleared for media or um... yeah. Win Windows One was a piece of crap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's a reason nobody talks about it. Yep. Well, if you want to experience the piece of crap for yourself, you could download it. Yep. <laughs> and let us know what you think. I guess. Um, and then uh, the last stupid story that I have. Um, if you needed a reason to get Cold War for Call of Duty, and you're a hardcore gamer, this could do it for you. You can snag yourself an awesome Dorito charm and a Mountain Dew emblem to hang from your gun. My God, they, they knew exactly what they were doing. They did. How do you get this, you ask? You have to DM. This is real. Again, as of November 20th, hopefully by the time you guys are listening, it's still going on. DM hashtag Doritos Do Drop, that's D-E-W Drop, on Twitter to get a free code. And then they would actually message you a code. Then you go to callofduty.com slash redeem and you legitimately get the Doritos charm and the Mountain Dew emblem for your gun. And I, I looked at a picture of it. I didn't actually do it, but it's actually really funny. It's, it's just this tiny little underwhelming Doritos charm and it just hangs in your view and just swings in the breeze. <laughs> it's so pointless, but it's so funny. So if that sounds like your kind of thing you people out there go do it and then send us pictures of your Dorito charm. I'd love to see it. <laughs> yes. I didn't, I did not know that that was a thing. <laughs> yep. That's it. That's all I got. All right. So on that note, <laughs> so if you haven't been watching our streams lately or haven't been looking on our Twitter or anything, we just did a week ago, two weeks ago. I don't, I've lost track of all time at this point. <laughs> Uh, we did a 24-hour live stream for Extra Life. Uh, we've done it the past five years. This got to be yes, five, right? Yes, this is five. Okay. Um, we're raising uh, funds for the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. Um, just a quick plug: if you, we are still accepting donations. So if you go to uh, tinyurl.com/slash/extra-life-five, that's the number five, you can uh, feel free to donate there. But um, we just wanted to talk about uh our how we managed to do this with <laughs> everyone being in different places and being remote and trying to get this done uh over a 24 hour period and what what a fun time it was 
Mm-hmm. Not that it wasn't fun, but uh, Jen, you guys hosted. So, what was your first experience for hosting the uh, the event? Um, it was it was almost all positive. I mean, I always have fun every year that we do it. Um, I feel like this year because we were all remote. Well, most of us, you know, we we weren't all together. I'll say um, there was a lot more preparation. I think that we did. In terms of planning out what games we're going to play, we came up with a tentative schedule. Um, I think it was just a little bit more organized than it has been in the past. And that doesn't necessarily mean it was better than it has been in the past. But I feel like (laughs) I felt as the host a little bit more prepared, um, which was good. I I think we needed that schedule, having not everybody there at the same time. Exactly. And, And when we're there in person, you know at your house, Tom, it, we don't really need a schedule because we have a bazillion games at our disposal where, you know, when we're doing it remotely and, you know, you wanted to play something or maybe, I mean, I know Ant didn't wind up. Did he play something? I don't remember. Yeah, he, he played Duke Nukem. That's right. Yeah. So it was just, it was easier to have somewhat of an idea of when we wanted to do things. That way we could make sure that you guys, you know, were a part of things and playing what you wanted as well. Um Everything, like, technology-wise, for the most part, was okay. My internet connection, I learned, was not strong enough to support (laughs) uh, everyone being on our Wi-Fi. Like, so everyone that was here was on our Wi-Fi, plus we were hosting Discord, plus we were hosting the stream, and had a few things open at all times. My computer was literally running for 24 hours straight. So it, it was a little bit of a strain at times, but I feel like overall, like, grand scheme of things... It, it went well, um, and I, I had a good time. Um, I feel like there were less moments, not like panicking, but like I feel like if someone was falling asleep, it was a lot, you know, someone can go and take a nap for a little bit, and we played something else. Like it wasn't, we weren't like, oh, man, what are we going to play? What are we going to play? Um, you know, obviously it gets like that in the early morning hours, but yeah. I, I feel like it, it was it went smooth. I don't know if you guys feel the same way or... Yeah, I I totally agree. I I feel like having the schedule really helped everybody, mm-hmm. even you guys that being there. Like, um, granted, we our schedule kind of got screwed as soon as we started, um, because we had the longest D and D game of our lives uh, that yeah. that morning. Um, but we just kind of pushed everything back and yeah. got it got it together. Um, yep. We, we had we had foldable segments. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh which we 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 did xnay a few things because we didn't have time, which mm-hmm. is weird. You get you'd think with 24 hours you'd have plenty of time. That's what I'm saying. I feel like yeah, it, we almost ran out of time, almost in a way. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately we didn't get to play a wrestling game this this time, but that's okay. We'll mm. we'll make sure to do it next year when we're all in the same place. Yes, hopefully. Now, Mark, how yeah. now that it's been like a couple of years since you haven't had to host anymore, how are you enjoying your life? Well, the hosting and having you guys over was great. Um, obviously, it was this circumstances if I was hosting this year than those years. But I think the main thing is, is the way I was set up, um, I'd have to move things around mm-hmm. to get ready for you guys. And it wasn't mm-hmm. a stable setup um, in terms of how we do it. Um, so definitely having... You and Jen being much more organized in, in your setups makes it a, as good as I can imagine it would be. Um, you know, so I was happy with, with everything. 
Um, I just wish, you know, that we were all able to be together. Um, yeah. We wouldn't have to depend on Discord, you know, right. to that was going in and out all day um, yeah. because of everybody using Discord. Um, I don't yeah. know if since it was just a pandemic year, if we should keep doing it on Extra Life Day or maybe pick another day. But well, I don't know what that'll do with donations and all that. But just so we know that the stuff won't fall apart around us. That's a good point. Yeah. But yeah, besides that, it was fun. Um, I really only slept a half hour. Um, you know, I went upstairs and I took a, a quick little nap and then played some Hades near the end that kept me awake. Because um, that game you really have to pay attention to. So um, <laughs> it, 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 you know, keeps your brain wired and not yeah, this, sleepy. This was my first year actually taking a nap because it's been here. And yeah. I, I like staying up the whole time. But when you're by yourself and not playing it's very yeah. difficult to stay yeah. awake. Yeah, yeah I, so what, I, I don't. I got to give it to Ant. Ant was the uh, Iron Man of this event because not <laughs> only did he stay awake for twenty four hours, he was on a bed, laying on a bed, laying on a bed for twenty four hours. Yeah, and he did not fall asleep. I don't know how he did it. Yeah, him. But him and Jen did. are just amazing with that um, staying up. But I don't know. I the bed thing added a whole new level. Oh yeah, <laughs> I can't I even like. Yeah, I can't even do that if I have a normal night's sleep and I lay down on the bed for a little bit. I can't yeah. imagine doing it for twenty four hours without falling asleep. That's inhuman. Yeah, it was it was amazing. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the yeah I was proud of myself. Um, and I don't know if it was a mistake waiting this long, but I didn't actually tap into my monster. Um, and I only have one of them until like four in the morning. So that might have been a little too late <laughs> to start doing that. Yeah, uh, I, I I run on caffeine, so I had about three that day. Yeah, <laughs> and I yeah, I, I, was had, drinking, I, I was drinking Coke and stuff like that, so I was getting caffeine, but meaning going for that extra level. Yeah, um, yeah. It was four, and then I basically uh, it happened again. I was playing Mario Kart, and I started nodding while playing it and i think i handed the controller to dan i was like i'm going upstairs i'll be yep. I'll be <laughs> um because you know i was like yeah this isn't going to be fun mm-hmm. watching me fall asleep on the couch um <laughs> luckily i only needed the half hour and then i went back downstairs and you know like i said you guys were in the middle of playing fall guys and <laughs> and i was like you know let me put hades on or let me play hades while you guys are streaming that yeah. and you know and, and it kept me awake it got me through to nine so yeah. but then you guys then you guys played ddr that was the first that was the first for our yeah. stream we've never I can't had believe uh, that we could do that at 9 a.m in the morning after I, 24 hours i had no sense of the mat at all <laughs> it wasn't so much that the i i have no rhythm if you watch that the, like to do it i'm not making saying i would be better but I literally couldn't figure out the mat, so I was missing things on like the easy level because I was like hitting the wrong part of the mat. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like instead of the... instead of hitting up, I was hitting A, which is right next to right. up. Right. Yes. Not um, sometimes. sometimes I also find that in games like like that and like uh, Guitar Hero, the easiest difficulty is sometimes harder than uh, a little bit of a harder difficulty because mm-hmm. the notes... not in this game. The, um, notes are, the notes are so sporadic that you you can't like get a rhythm right, going. You can't find the beat of the music because they're yeah. they're so slow sometimes or like spread out. When yeah. you're completely rhythmless, um, 
the <laughs> slower speed is better. Not the slow is speed. That yes. would have been boring to do. Yeah. But the, the, the first level up from that, which is what I was on, was fine. It was just mm-hmm. I was missing some things that weren't my fault. And I don't know if I would have timed it right and gotten a good perfect or anything. But I was literally hitting like the A or the B when I was trying to hit up. Right. Um, because I had no I had no mat awareness. Well, um, they also slide too, because I didn't splurge on the metal, <laughs> the metal dance pads. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was about it. It was like it was fun watching watching Jen do it, and I was like, if this was earlier in the day, she'd be playing at a higher level. Yeah, it, it was it was a little rough. <laughs> even at that point, playing. on the level she was playing, it was still she was in much more rhythm than any of us on yeah. the other side. I can't believe and you were playing I was like, on if the rhythm. She was more the... awake. This would be like a a route. Like she'd be like, getting A's and S's. Yes, yeah, I definitely I, usually get A's. So something else that I do that most people don't do when playing on like light mode, I kind of just jump the whole time instead of like staying in the middle and then stepping. Mm-hmm. I kind of kind of like jump the whole time. That actually weird that is a good. No, that's actually not weird. Not to bring this into a area where it doesn't belong, but when I played volleyball. You're not ever supposed to stay standing still because you can't react as quickly if you're stopped. So like moving, shifting back and forth or jumping around actually keeps you more like in movement so you can react to a quicker step. So that makes sense. It's funny you mentioned that. That was one of the first things I learned in advanced volleyball. There you go. (laughs) Never always keep your feet moving. Yeah. Told me to stay. He said, always stay on your toes. Yes. um, And just always be like ready to move them like don't get flat foot yep uh, that's true and, yeah and my lack of athleticism in some areas i did get flat footed but um <laughs> but yeah that was the and it worked really well whenever you know like you said by by staying in that rhythm you never you can react a lot quicker and it's yeah you know it, it's fun seeing that because i always felt and i never got to the level of uh, of tom in terms of playing catcher in baseball um even though I, I played it for a long time. I, I did. I was a squat on my tippy toes person mm-hmm. because I felt I could pop a little better um, from that position than fully flat. Um, but that yeah. was probably not true. <laughs> <laughs> my, my problem with being on my toes is I was always up too high because I have a long yeah. torso. So I had to like get as low as possible. Yeah. So yeah. I would never, never sat up like that. Yeah. Yeah. My, my under six foot, you know. <laughs> Um, didn't, didn't have to worry about that. Um, but yeah, yeah, I completely get that. And, and it's funny that, um, you know, that that was drilled into an actual bass, an actual volleyball player. Yeah. Cause it's the first thing you learn is if you don't want to pull a muscle, stay on your toes and keep yeah. them moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, true story. You know, yeah. Which, yeah, it, it, which helps when you're playing against the women's club volleyball team and <laughs> they can hit the ball really hard and you've never yeah. played volleyball in your life. <laughs> Um, and you're only there because the the head coach of the men's volleyball team is the teacher, and you know you can get an A because you do a radio show with him all the time. Um, this sounds like such a hypothetical situation. Yeah, not yeah. not that that's ever actually happened, and I took two semesters. Right, up. right, of course um, not. No, and, and and I didn't get a block off my face at all during. Oh God, good. Uh, hey, it counts as long as it doesn't go yeah, out. Yeah, it, it, it went in to count it. There you go. The, the, the setter on the other side, who was part of the club women's volleyball team, had to sub herself out because she couldn't stop laughing um, at it. So. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
It was no, it's because I'm. It wasn't because I was like bad position. I'm just short. So oh, when I went up the block, you know, they were still getting the hit across. It was just that it just came down on the front of my forehead and went over um, because I didn't get above the net to yeah. block. Um, but yeah, it was just fun. I had so much fun in those classes. It's not embarrassing at all. Uh, and I'm not saying that sarcastic. Like yeah. I knew I was nowhere near the level of anybody else in that class, um, but at least they didn't shit on me for it. Yeah, that's what you had done. Anyway, tangent done. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> tangent over. Whoops. Um, so we raised $555, dollars well, $535 on day of, and we got $20 a couple days later or a week later. So Okay, so we're at $555 total yep. now. Um, our goal was 1000 but that was kind of a stretch because we, we had hit, we had our goal at 500 last year, right? Yeah, and we had hit 700. And we had hit 700. So we thought we'd up the ante a little bit because you don't want it to be too easy. Right. You got to you gotta make it a, a kind of a stretch. Yeah, and I think sense. non-pandemic year, I think we could have hit it. Um, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. But so. it's, like we said, we still got till the end of the year to make a donation. Uh, we had a number of donation incentives, um, one of which was uh, Jenny's husband, Dan, doing the one chip challenge. <laughs> Which yeah. he he had to wait until the night after we finished Extra Life to do it because I think by the time we hit it it was way too late and he would have had a terrible day. Oh my but. god! Yeah, <laughs> would have died. <laughs> I think he would have died. <laughs> uh, but that will be on YouTube at some point. Uh, I think Jen, did you make a? Did you do a highlight of it? I don't know um, if you made a highlight. I actually that would probably be easier. I recorded it through OBS, but I will make a highlight of it before it goes away. That way we can have it saved on the Twitch and then you can download it and have that clipped already. So yeah. I'll do that. But yeah, uh it was uh, fun to watch. Uh, another donation <laughs> incentive was that for every two hundred dollars, one of us will do a room setup tour. So right now, since we're at five fifty five Jenny and I will be doing a room setup tour. If we hit 600, Mark will get to do his setup tour. Um, these will be coming in the next few months, well, next yeah. month or two, because we've never we've never done like scripted videos on <laughs> online. And, and, we're, so. um, and uh, mine has the added incentive of having a live uh, uh, Tom reacts uh, <laughs> video. Yes. In it. <laughs> Uh, Mark fun. Mark also has an incentive if we hit the goal of a thousand dollars that he will be getting a Triforce tattoo. It's yep. pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're not going to mention what happens at twelve hundred dollars. <laughs> oh, but we have to. Oh, do we? Do we have to? Uh, if we I hit twelve hundred, yep. We hit twelve hundred dollars. I have to play PT with headphones on at Yay. the next extra life. <laughs> yeah, the, the way it's going. Life, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else? We hit another goal, didn't we? Oh, the goal to have me, I had to play Doom with a Hotas, which was mm-hmm. pretty fun. Uh, and not as bad as I thought it was going to be. It ended up being pretty pretty okay to play that yeah. way. And and some say Dan has been doing push-ups since that day. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I forgot about Dan having to do a push-up for, again, totally his idea. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He, he volunteered for that. He volunteered for the hot food and the push-ups. I don't know if he didn't realize that we would get five hundred plus dollars, <laughs> but he started really late on the push-ups, which is part of the problem. Like yeah. he should have started. Like I mean, it was great that he got to the number he did. 
Yeah. yeah. So got, even if he didn't past... get to the actual number, but getting right. to like two fifty or two sixty or whatever he got to is amazing. Yeah, it is yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He survived. I think I think he'll uh, think twice before he volunteers for something next year. <laughs> yeah. I still say a wheel is is the best way to do any kind of. Mm-hmm. We hit a certain extent if we spin the wheel. That, yeah, yeah, that would, we, that would be great. It would be way easier if we were together to do that, though. Yeah. So yeah. we'll have to wait. Uh, and speaking of a wheel, um, we, <laughs> had, we had to spin the wheel for Retroulette during Extra Life because we had decided we were, we were going to try to record a podcast episode during Extra Life. But the way the Internet connections were working and everything, it just wasn't going to be feasible to do it. So that's why we skipped a week. Um, and we previously had r- rolled for Grand Theft Auto Vice City, which we will talk about in a minute. But since we have uh, Toy Story in our minds, clearly, since it was the last one that we yep. rolled, we should probably talk about that. Okay. So Toy Story came out in the mid-90s for... It was actually a really late Genesis and Super Nintendo game. Um, I think it came out either after the Saturn and PlayStation had come yeah, out. It was, it, yeah, it was it was um, it was a post Saturn pre N sixty four. Right, and it was kind of a Donkey Kong Country esque game with three D sprites into in a two D game. So I forgot all about this game. I had this game for Game Boy back in the day. And I came into it uh, not that long ago and have been have I for this is one of the the games I played most for Retro Roulette, as weird as that is. I don't know why it just I just felt the need to go back and play it more. Um, But I'm curious to get Jenny's opinion, because, again, this was pre her owning a game console. So I want to hear. Her thoughts on this side-scrolling nightmare of a game. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to start out by saying I declared that I was going to hate this while I watched you play <laughs> because <laughs> it. I oh, okay. So where do I begin? Uh, I'll guess I'll start with my pros. Um, the music was cute. Um, it actually got stuck in my head after I realized that I was still like coming along with it. So I was like, oh, okay, I guess it. And I didn't hate it, so. That was a plus for me. Um, and then this kind of is cheating, but anything Disney is a plus for me regardless. Um, but I, I liked how the story stuck w- along with the storyline of the movie, which was cute. Um, so I figured you can't really go go wrong with doing something like that. My cons list is much larger than my pros. <laughs> um, I know you said it was obvious where you can jump to like platform wise, but to me, I had such a hard time, like, it still brought me back to the Jungle Book, because I couldn't (laughs) figure out where you could jump onto, because the surfaces you could interact with were exactly, to me, they looked just as flat as the ones that you couldn't jump onto, so I died so many times by those stupid airplane things, or (laughs) whatever, because I couldn't figure out if I could jump on the dresser, like, the drawer, or if I could jump on the bookshelf and like some of the bookshelves you could and some of them you couldn't. And it was just super frustrating for a while. I still don't know if I was doing something wrong or not. I know that there's this little contr- um, this little thing, uh, was it Etch-a-Sketch thing at the top that tells you which direction to go if you're going the wrong way. So yeah. that helped me. Um, but I feel like when I was watching you play, even in the first level, you were 
jumping and using the pull string to kind of, uh, maybe it wasn't the pull string, but I feel like you were getting higher up and you were getting around a lot easier than I was. Um, and I would see like stars up all the way at the top of the screen and I couldn't figure out how to but, get up yeah, there because I couldn't jump on anything. Yeah, there's some that I don't know how you get to. There's yeah. there's some that are obvious to how to get them, but there's definitely some where I have no idea how the hell you would get all the way up to where they are. Right. Yeah. So that was frustrating. Um, the controls overall were annoying to me. Um, his pull string attack, or whatever you'd call it, it sometimes didn't shoot in the right direction. And I know it could have been me just, you know, I don't, I'm not used, super used to using a D-pad all the time. So maybe that was part of it. But I feel like that was kind of um, inaccurate at times. Uh, I also couldn't figure out how you were supposed to use it to swing across things for a while. Um it really just came down to jumping at the right height and pressing the button at the right time. And it would, after that, it actually was kind of easy to swing <laughs> with the, with the pull string. It was kind um, of uh, bionic commando. Yes. That's what I had to wind up telling myself. Like it, it's just, you just got to do it like that. And it, I got it eventually. Um, but I died a million times figuring that out. Um, there were parts in the game where you're supposed to double back and go a different way. Um, Either what, like, you could pick up more stars or find the higher levels to jump to. Mm. Um, figuring out, again, actually, that just kind of goes back to the figuring out what, what you can jump on. It's kind of the same thing. Um, some of the enemies made no sense to me, like flies coming out of a balloon hurting you. And then, like, a balloon hurting you <laughs> as well <laughs> were kind of weird. Um, no. I, uh, what else? The second level. So I got as far as level three. The second level where you're racing against the clock, I think it's the second level. Yeah, the second level when you're you're trying to get all the toys away before Andy comes in, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yep. I think it's such BS that you had to wait for those slow-ass toys <laughs> to mosey on over to the toy box. And then you can actually mess up on that little, like, was like a little balloon thing. You have to jump on it and it, like, pops them into the chest. Yeah, you can miss. Freaking Rex just jumps out of the way, and you're like, no, get on the freaking thing. So I, I must have failed that level, I don't even know how many times. And then I finally got it with, like, three seconds left. Um, So that was frustrating. I don't know how you're supposed to get continues. I know you guys weren't sure if you, you could. You can't. Yeah. So yeah, there's stupid. no continues, which is bullshit. <laughs> it is bullshit. <laughs> this isn't some kind of arcade game. Uh, What else? Oh, and then, I know I said this already, I got as far as the third level, um, and I gave up on it, because I kept dying, um, mainly because I can't see where the enemies are coming from in the third level, because they're off screen, so, like, when you're jumping, you try to get to the next platform, a shark comes up out of nowhere, and yeah. you're like, really? Or you miss the ball that you're supposed to be bouncing on, and you go flying off screen, and then you just keep getting hurt. It's not yeah. like you die in the lava, like in Mario, you just keep bouncing and getting hurt. Um, so I eventually ran out of continues and I'm like, I can't go through the time trial again because I will lose my mind. So I stopped <laughs> yeah, playing. So, so funny thing, yeah. um, that you mentioned that about that level, um, cause you played on Super Nintendo, correct? Unfortunately, um, I have the game for Super Nintendo, surprisingly, and it, uh, my SNES wasn't working yesterday, so I had to play it on a different thing. Okay. <laughs> Wait, so you, you played the, I just want to know, did you play the Genesis version or the... Yes. Okay. Uh, yes. Uh, Genesis, yes. Yep. Okay, then my point doesn't isn't a point anymore. Um, because <laughs> apparently the Super Nintendo version is supposed to have a wider screen, mm. so you can see those things coming. Gotcha. Rather Dang. than the Genesis. 
Yeah, so um, it would have a 320-pixel wide screen yeah. as opposed to 250s. Yeah, so that's why I was like, I was confused as, as to why you weren't seeing things. I'm like, that's supposed to be the advantage to the Super Nintendo. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so uh, were, were you done? I don't want to... Yes, that was, that was all I have to okay. say for now. <laughs> Basically, I figured out that the reason I remembered some of the later levels, Tom, yeah. was because we put in the level select code. Um, when I was a kid. <laughs> because I made it up to the um, I made it past the, the micro machine level which was that's three or four I don't remember Probably four because three was racing against buzz well well you're we like well there's there's the race against buzz and then there's the I think it's a boss fight yeah I got oh. past the and, boss fight and then and then it's the the RC level yeah so I got past the RC level, and then I, I didn't make it past the next level, which I think is the thing where you're running away with Rex. Yeah. Correct. Oh, God. Yeah. The, those those levels are total bullshit. Yeah. So I didn't get past that and then kind of, you know, but I'm like, ah, I remember we had the level select code. That's why I played all the other levels. Um, but yeah, it's one of those things. I'm terrible at platformers, so I really bounce off games like this really quickly. I think the only platformer I truly play is Mario. Um, mm-hmm. Just because it's well executed. So even even in my frustration of not being great at making those jumps, um, it, it at least feels good. Mm-hmm. Not, this, not, nothing about this game feels good uh, outside <laughs> of, of the music. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just it's just frustrating. I'm terrible. And, you know, it's not meant for maybe eight year old me playing through. Would have kept playing and playing and playing and playing because that's all I had. Yeah. Uh, or maybe I would have just quit and started playing it until 94 or 95 or whatever was out at the time this Um, game was definitely a a product of its time yeah Yeah. and um you know so that that was the main thing with it is is that it it, a lot of these games um as an adult i don't get as far as i remember getting as a kid even non-level select because i think i have less patience now um than i did then or i have more options now maybe you know like Uh, there's that there's there's that and having time Mm-hmm. Yeah, as adults, we just don't have as much time as that we did little now. thing called time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just remember getting further in in games like Aladdin and Lion King and stuff like that um, than I do anytime I try and load them up now, even if it's four days on end, not consecutive days on end, but like sort of play them three, four days in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that was my thing with this game is that you know after a few times, few times dying and restarting, you know it. Everybody makes this comparison with this game, but I feel because there's no continues in this game that it is very much, it had that same feeling of playing through like a Dark Souls game in that because you had to keep replaying the levels over and over again, you sort of get to know all the tells of of the enemies and stuff like that Mm -hmm. uh, to get better as you go through. Maybe it's more like a roguelike, maybe. Um, And, you know... I noticed that right away that I was getting through some of the levels quicker the more I replayed it. But, you know, just not having the great skill of being a platformer, I would fuck up just not being quick enough, um, hitting the button, that um, it, it just killed my excitement in the game. I, I would still say I don't know if it holds up in terms of, you know, putting my nieces in front of it and seeing if they'll keep playing it. Um, the one may, because she likes to bang her head against the wall and plays those <laughs> Roblox games. Um, <laughs> so, you know, uh, she may, but you know, it's one of those where that, those, that, that trio of games that I remember 
um, you know, that I had are games that you really couldn't give the kids nowadays and they wouldn't get either frustrated or bored after the first two levels. Oh yeah. They'd be, you know? they'd be done immediately. Yeah. So, um, it was nice to go back cause it, like I said, it was one of the few games that I owned and didn't rent. Um, uh, or, or maybe I borrowed it from a friend, but you know, it was one of those that it wasn't a blockbuster game for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah. It's a, it was a good game to come up just for the nostalgia purpose, which is the whole idea behind this wheel. Yeah, exactly. Um, this game definitely has a lot of nostalgia for me. Like I said, I, when I was a kid, I had the Game Boy version, which was by far the worst version. Because <laughs> um, you think it was hard in that level not seeing things on a big screen. Imagine trying to do it on a Game Boy screen. Oh, God. Um, but yeah, I there are definitely things in this game that would not fly today. Like, like that level where you're racing Buzz and you can't see what's in front of you and things just pop out. Because it... There's there's certain things that you could memorize, but things like that you just have no chance. Right. Which it's it's nice that it gives you hit points and hits, mm-hmm. but at the same time it really screws you over when you when you need to have as many hit points as possible. Um, that was definitely frustrating for me. Um, all of you guys, if you were watching our stream, you could see me getting frustrated more and more as we kept going on, which is why we we eventually just said screw it and put in the level select code. Because I wanted to see the end levels. Yeah. That was like the Jungle Book as well. <laughs> also, the the difficulty spike is almost immediate. Um, like, once you get to the boss fight, the first buzz boss fight, the difficulty after that gets way harder. Like, it's already hard, but after that first boss fight, once you finally figure out what you have to do, that's another thing. Like... I can't imagine being a kid and playing this game and like just hitting buzz over and over and over and just not doing anything. Yeah. Like, how are you supposed to know? How are you supposed to know that you have to wait for him to to try to to uh, transmit away before you have to hit before you can hit him? Like, how are you supposed to know that? I I barely figured it out on stream. Um, but yeah, the especially in like the Pizza Planet level where you're. Um, you're running through and then people are walking by. And if you're not, if you're not hiding, you take damage. It almost, it, I know there's probably a pattern, but to me it seemed very random and it was just super annoying. Cause you have to, you have to be very quick to, to go into the hiding motion when you're trying to, trying to go through the level. And that level has an extra added um, thing where if buzz runs into you, you take damage. So you have to keep moving forward. So you're kind of like screwed either way. You're either taking the damage from the front or behind you. And the game says continues, but we never figured out how to get continues. I don't know why it's so difficult, but that was very frustrating to not have continues. You can yeah. change how many you can change how many lives you have. Um, like I set it to five each time each time I uh, started, just because I would never get through the game if I had three. Um, but yeah, there is it definitely some nostalgia, but I think it's more nostalgia than anything. Um, like you said, uh, Mark, with the the whipping, it's definitely seemed sluggish and inaccurate at times. Um, yeah. So it's yeah. uh, it it made made it tough for sure, unnecessarily tough. Like it should it should not have been that difficult. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Since we got another the, whole uh... game, 
Go ahead. There, there's one other thing I want to mention. When you got to the last level and you made the point about those stars, um, that you have to do it on the first run, um, I literally watched a speed run, and that was the first thing out of your mouth. It was like, they, you must do this on the first run or it's impossible. Yep, because there's no way to tell what's coming in front of you. <laughs> if you don't if you don't do it the first time you're not you're not doing it which we discovered um yeah since we got a whole nother game let's quickly just get a score from jen and mark and myself and then we'll move on to gta by city jen uh, yeah i'll go first i'm gonna give it a 2.5 just okay. because like you said i feel like if you keep playing it you'll get better at it but i don't want to do that so <laughs> that's <Okay>. it <laughs> mark yeah so yeah so i'm in that 2.5 range um as well um it's it for the time if you remember um you know uh when it came out um a game that looked very close to the cartoon itself was an accomplishment the music is real good um but they trying to gamify that movie was is tough and you know it's a product of its time and yeah it's not doesn't have much replayability for me to get any higher than two and a half yep i'm with both of you two and a half is my score as well uh yeah, you need to have you need to be able to sync time into this game, and if you don't, like us other adults, it's just not worth it's just not worth going back and playing it. Uh, watch a speed run. That's what I would recommend, so you mm-hmm. can get the nostalgia out of it and see someone be good at it. <laughs> All right, we had another game that we didn't talk about yet, and that was GTA Vice City. And I guess we'll go through quick because kind of I feel like everybody has played or knows GTA Vice City. Mm-hmm uh mark you want to start real quick yeah yeah so real quick i didn't do much into the story um i got it to the point where you meet burt reynolds um and then i just drove around and seen how many stars i could get up while listening to really kick-ass music um so that was my experience it it's what those games are and it's having that music just makes it even better i could have cared I couldn't have cared less about the story, <laughs> to be honest with you, <laughs> um, going through just that 80s synthwave stuff um, and, you know, the rock and, you know, the talk radio wasn't as good because I don't think the writing was as good back then um, for that stuff. But, you know, just driving around, getting four or five stars and all the crazy stuff that happens in those instances um, is great. Putting in any codes you can find and stuff like that. Um, that was basically all the fun I had with it. Um, I'm sure if you played through the story um you know uh it's good i i beat it originally um when it first came out so that's why i had no reason to even think about doing the story i just want that fun with it so that that's basically my time with all right jen yeah um i agree with you mark i feel like overall it was all pros for me i mean it was a lot of nostalgia for me in general because i played this game with my brother a lot um in most games that I love, the freedom of going wherever you want is great in this game. There's a lot going on. Um, and it's fun interacting with people. It's always funny to me. Um, the voice acting cast was also pretty good. I mean, there were some pretty big names in it. Um, and then the 80s theme, of course, is the overall best thing about the game, like Mark just mentioned. Um, I feel like if if I was to say there's one thing that I don't really like as much... I feel like after a while, the missions just get a bit repetitive um, and they're not too complicated, which I guess maybe actually can be a good thing, depending on what you're looking for in a game. But I feel like it really is either go shoot somebody, intimidate somebody, pick up a package or drive somebody somewhere. (laughs) And that's really like where it really goes. But overall, I mean, it's a great game. It's one of my favorite GTA games. And if you haven't played it, I would definitely recommend checking it out, especially if you like GTA in general. 
and the 80s. Yes, and the 80s. Uh, yeah, so basically all I'm really going to say is there's a reason this is one of the most popular GTA games of all time. Um, it plays well. It uh, looks somewhat decent. You can get it on new platforms and make it look better. You can get it on a PS4 and play it on that. Um, but it, it it has a lot of character, which we like on this show. Uh, and uh, me being a child of the 80s, uh, it really, really hits every nostalgia button possible. Mm-hmm. So uh, I enjoyed the game. I played it on stream. Um, I never had a problem with any of the doing any of the missions. They were a lot of fun. So if you haven't played a, it, it will here. Let me put it this way. If you've never played a GTA game, start with GTA three and vice city before you do anything else. Cause you kind of need to see where it came from. If you've played GTA five and you go back to vice city, you're probably going to hate it just a heads up. You kind of <laughs> got to go in order or else you'll be like, man, this sucks compared to GTA five, which GTA five is like the best selling game of all time. So yeah. And the running out and just punching random people on the street isn't as good yes. as you go down uh, <laughs> yeah. numbers. Yeah, people get a lot more blocky. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't, the physics aren't nearly as good. <clears throat> All right, quick scores, Mark, go. Uh, I give it a four. Um, like I said, the uh, uh, it probably gets knocked down a half a point for me just from going back to it. If you would have asked me when it first came out, and I played it probably a four and a half. But I've seen how much better these games can be. Um, so uh, basically replay it, especially if you like GTA games and you love 80s music. That's the big draw of this. All the neon lights and um, all the insane outfits and, you know, music. Uh, it's worth going back to. Um, still playable. Driving's a little weird um, just because that's all improved. But if you're used to going back to older games, um, you shouldn't have much of an issue Uh getting your bearings with it. So four out of five. Okay. Jen? I actually completely agree with everything Mark said. I would give it a four out of five as well. Um, Pretty much why I was thinking the same thing he said. I mean, if if I were to have given this a score when it first came out or when I was really into it, I probably would have said like 4.5 or five. Um, But, you know, as he mentioned now, there, there are other improvements that could have been made the game better. So can't give it much higher than that. But overall, Really great game, and I would still recommend it. We are all on the same page today. I'm also Woo-hoo. giving it a four uh, for all of the reasons that both Mark and Jenny have said. Go play the game. It's available <laughs> on everything, and you can still find <laughs> PS2 copies in the wild. Nice. I found I found, uh, I found the whole box set at Walmart in, in a clearance bin. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, you have no, no reason not to play this game. Nope. Okay, let's spin the wheel. Okay, we're playing an N64 game. We're playing 1080 Snowboarding. Oh. So this, I'm pretty sure, was a launch game for the N64. Uh. It it was <laughs> it, it came out after Cool Borders. I know that because it was kind of like the the N- Nintendo version of Cool Borders. So this is actually perfect timing. I don't know. We somehow managed to do this. It's gonna be snowing soon, sooner than later. It's it's technically going to be winter, I think, by the time the next the next episode comes out. Uh, so for everyone in cold climates, 1080 snowboarding is where it's at. <laughs> yeah. So 1998. So not launch, but okay. Um, the only reason that I said ah when you said that was like most of the launch games had oh, 64 only, in the title. 
I was so, gonna say, well, also N sixty four only had three launch games, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, if it had a sixty four in the title, <laughs> then I would have been more yeah. inclined to. Yeah, I knew I know it was an early title because I I had seen it all over the yeah. place once it came out. So yeah, it's a very popular game. Um, yeah, yeah, I I can't wait. I was um I I was more of a Cool Borders two guy. Mm-hmm. Um, played that with my one friend um all the time. Um, and did a lot of the cool tricks because I have a had a turbo controller. So oh, it, cheater. It, it made the button pressing a lot easier for someone <laughs> not as nimble as myself. So okay. we got to see a lot of the cool tricks. But yeah, we play we play Cool Borders 2 forever. So while I have heard of, of and seen gameplay of 1080 snowboarding, I don't think I've actually ever played it. So it should be nice uh, to see how terrible I am at it. I will just say this right now. Look up the controls before you play it. Yeah, there's that, no, was, that was on my mind. There's literally <laughs> no... There's like no tutorial or anything so either if you if you own the booklet read make sure you read the booklet or look up the controls online because you, you're not going to be able to just figure it out oh boy <laughs> all right wow uh considering we haven't done one of these in a while we talked for quite a while mm-hmm. so <laughs> um let's see mark do you want to plug all of our podcasts and yeah. the extra life yep yeah, i'll do it real fast um uh, we have Stranger Damies. Our D&D podcast airs every Wednesday. You can find it by searching for Stranger Damies. It is Stranger Damies on Instagram and Twitter. We have our movie podcast, They Call This a Movie, airs every Thursday. Um, you can search for it by They Call This a Movie. It is on Instagram and Twitter at the main Damie. Um, and then Extra Life, you can donate uh, to tinyurl.com slash extra life, the number five. Um, and, you know, you got until uh, December 31st, 2020. Um, to donate uh, to get us to our goal, um, we will be having a friend str- a friendsgiving stream um, coming up on Wednesday. Um, so uh, be on the lookout for that. Um, and then we'll have something probably in December as well as a final push uh, towards a thousand. Uh, so once again, tinyurl.com/slash/extra-life the number five. Okay, Jen, how about our stream schedule? Sure. So again, we'll just go through this really quick. Uh, since it is Monday when you're listening to this podcast, tonight is Retro Roulette with Tom, and Mark usually joins uh, for uh, audio support, and then I'll be in chat. So that usually is around 9 p.m., but always check our Twitter just to make sure that you are tuning in at the correct time. Um, Tuesday is a day off for us, usually. Wednesday will be Warzone Wednesday, where the three of us play Call of Duty Warzone. Thursday is Trails Thursday with Mark. Um, he plays through Trails in the Sky, and I am in the chat, and we come up with wild story adventure ideas. Um, and then Friday will be Friday Fright Fest, where Mark and I play Dead by Daylight. Saturday will most likely be a day off. And then Sunday is our grab bag stream. It has been Dead by Daylight and Phasmophobia as of late. But if anyone out there has suggestions on what we could be playing, we are happy to hear them. Um, and again, just always check our Twitch. That's usually the best Twitter. That's usually the best place to get up to date news on our podcast and our stream schedule. It is just at Game Vault Pod. And that goes the same for anywhere where you would like to reach us on social media. Awesome. And we just want to plug real quick. We have a new Facebook page. So it is facebook.com slash pod, just like it. Yep. We have branded everything. So uh, also, we are an affiliate of Stone Age Gamer. Um, if you're listening to this, the day it comes out, Black Friday is coming up quick. Stone Age Gamer always has huge sales on uh flash carts and everything else they have over there if you want an everdrive black friday is the time to do it 
so we have an affiliate code in the description of the uh, podcast. Uh, and I think we have it on Twitch too. So if, you, yep. if you're over there, feel free to go there, click through that link. Gives us a little kickback if you buy something, which makes it easier for us to give these podcasts to you for free. Uh, so feel free to use that and send it over to your friends. All right. Thank you all for joining us. Um, it's been it's been a long time since we got a podcast in. Uh, keep keep your eyes peeled on Twitter for extra life information and stream information. Uh, I want to thank Mark and Jenny for joining me. Uh, we will be hopefully back in a couple of weeks. So stay safe. Uh, wear a mask. And for Mark and Jenny, I'm Tom. We'll catch you guys in the next one. Bye.